And switching gears now, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the psychological aspect of injuries and recovery. Dr. Kogs, we've talked about it before. Sometimes you have to play that role as psychologist, right? That is true. I'd say more so than not. There isn't a given Monday or Thursday when I see patients that there aren't plenty of tears in the office. So I will tell you the site, you know, and especially for my younger patients, but, um, you know, being taken out of exercise and uh, activity uh, can be um, a game changer for a lot of people who, are, especially who haven't been faced with much in the way of adversity. You know, so I, I think you would be, if you spent the day with me in the office, you'd be pretty amazed at sort of the psychological aspects of, you know, being hurt, not being able to do things you want to do. Absolutely. Let's bring on our next guest, a mental health professional, Natalie Graves from the Natalie Graves Athletic Counseling. And Natalie, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. First question, how did you develop a career that specifically focuses on athletes and their mental health? Well, thank you so much for having me, Steve. I'm, I'm honored to be here. And I, I get this question a lot, you know, how did you combine mental health and sports? And honestly, growing up in Chicago, I grew up a sports fan, right? I mean, who didn't? Growing up watching the Bears, watching the Bulls, and, and, and that's kind of what we did as a family. We just watched sports. And, and that's kind of what developed my interest in sports and athletes, just being a fan. And as I uh, began my career as a student, my eye as a fan changed. It actually became more clinical. And I started asking questions uh, around athletes, around what's happening, why are they having these issues, why are they having these problems. And as as I progressed in my education, I really started to realize that athletes really didn't have enough support as it relates to their mental health and wellness. And for someone who loves to help people and someone who loves sports, I had the the fortune and the ability to put my two loves together. And that's how I, I started my practice really. So what's what's the what's a typical patient in your practice? So a typical patient, it really varies. It could be um, someone as young as, as, as little league age all the way up to retired NFL players and anything in between. So it really, um, it really just depends on what um, athletes, where they are in their career and what the needs are. Natalie, uh, what hurdles do mental health professionals face when attempting to connect with uh, athletes to offer your supportive services? a really great question. So I think one of the things that is really an obstacle is really not understanding the pressure that athletes are under. So what I understand about athletes and, and, and coaches for that matter as well is that there is a unique pressure and stress that they experience, the expectations that they place on themselves, the expectations that their coaches, their teammates, and even their fans and we're talking even on a high school level, that are placed on them, and then understanding the culture of sport, right? So when, when, we're, when we think about athletes, we think about superhumans. We think about, about heroes, and superhumans and heroes really don't get help. You have to shake it off is what we tell our athletes. And so one of the obstacles is understanding that breaking the barrier that asking and seeking help is actually a strength and not a weakness and tapping into that understanding to really get athletes to buy into the treatment and the services that I provide. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, much to the credit of the organizations that we work with uh, closely, such as the, the White Sox and the Bulls, They've taken this issue very seriously and um, to the point where we now have 
you know, essentially full-time access to, you know, providers who are sports psychology background and so forth. Um, it, the, I, I, the biggest challenge, I, I think, is in, in at least in our setting, is getting an athlete to sort of trust the individual and know who they're in you know, the agency issues, you know, who they're who they're sort of an agent of and that they're available to the player. And there's, you know, tremendous confidentiality in it. That's it's it's tough because it's hard for them to feel vulnerable. And, you know, they need a place to go that's confidential and safe. Yet, you know, you're in within a very large organization. So right. there, there are a lot of challenges um, when I think a lot of these guys can benefit um, from from this type of access and, and information and, and processing. And most of the things are sort of reactive in nature and are pretty easy to manage. They just have to get managed and know that there's a place to go uh, and get it done. I, w- I would totally agree with that. Access is a big part of it. And most of the athletes that I see for the first time have never been in a therapy office, have never had any exposure to a therapist or a counselor. So building a rapport and trust is the first thing that I do. And really explaining to the person who's in front of me is that what you say to me is just it stays in this room. It's just to me. I'm not reporting back to anyone. This is confidential. And you can come in here and be safe and feel that you're not going to be judged. And you can say and do whatever you need to do. And when athletes hear that, it's it's something that connects with them where they start to understand that I can come here and be myself, whatever that looks like. And a lot of times in a lot of spaces that they, they hold, they can't do that. But when they come and see a therapist, specifically one that understands, you know, them as an, an as an individual and as an athlete in their sport, it really can break that barrier of, of concern and the lack of trust. And we can really, once that trust is built, we can really do the work of the treatment that is needed, whatever the reason they've come in that day. Great stuff, Natalie. Really appreciate you joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Natalie Graves, Athletic Counseling. When we come back here on our show, Sports Medicine Weekly, our staple Ask the Doctor segment. Stay with us. It's Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. Back with more Sports Medicine Conversation after this. On 670 The Score.